Hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Well, I, I would say it's an interesting day because yesterday was full of a lot of revelations mm-hmm. and, and and distractive revelations. <laughs> it I mean. wasn't, why would you say distractive re- revelations, Bill? <laughs> well, I, I would say that because there were bombshells. I mean, you know, Hunter had a sweetheart deal. We'll get into Hunter in a minute, you know, where mm-hmm. he was, he got off with a lot of things. And now all of a sudden he pleads guilty. Mm-hmm. And now some of these things that were there, you know, well, you can't walk that cat back through. That cat's gone. So some of those cases go away. But the new stuff that's on the table uh, is so damning and revealing and obvious that he's in deep trouble in what the judge did. But we'll, we'll get into that. And, I mean, now indictments... Mm-hmm. And impeachments are inevitable because this is bigger than Watergate. So Democrats, you might may as well shut up about Nixon. That's that, yeah. he's dead. That's Put a fork gone. in it. It's over. But it's done. It's over. Uh, this is much bigger, and yeah. uh, it's not going to be a pretty thing for you guys. You know, I wanted to play something for you. Uh, a couple of things. CNN. I was watching. Would you believe uh, uh, some reports from CNN yesterday afternoon? And they first they came out and they sounded shocked and did a very quick report which said the deal's off. We'll get back to you with more stuff. Then they came out about uh, twenty minutes later, the reporter, and she she almost sound not gleeful but much more enthusiastic about uh, about what was happening. Here's what she said. Now listen. Hey, Dana. So the deal appears to be back on track. After I was just out here, the um, Biden's team had asked for 10 minutes to speak with the prosecution. They were doing that while the judge was off the bench. Then after a bit of period, they came back, the judge came on, and she asked them where they are. So essentially, Biden's team is agreeing to the plea deal, but a much more limited in scope deal. Part of the issue here was that the judge didn't understand exactly what this plea agreement was covering because it seemed to be very um, all-encompassing. So she wanted them to really narrow down what it was that was covered under this plea agreement. And so the prosecutors had said that this plea agreement would cover any charges that were tax charges from 2014 to 2019, any drug use charges, because Biden has admitted that he used illegal drugs, and the specific firearm possession charge that is included in this deal. So Biden's lawyers got up and said that, yes, they will agree to the prosecution's understanding of the scope of this agreement. And then the judge started to proceed with the usual questioning of Hunter Biden, if he was willingly going to enter into this plea agreement, were any additional promises made. So things are back on track. And Biden Biden is in the process of beginning his plea to this, to the tax and misdemeanor charges, and then the firearm, firearm offense. Uh, but it appeared it was on the brink of collapse over what the potential scope here and what other charges uh, existed, because the prosecutor said that this investigation was still ongoing. And when asked by the judge if it would cover potentially other charges, he said yes. So that was the friction point. But after this break, they seem to be back on the same page. And Biden is going, uh, unless something has happened in the time I've been out here, he's moving forward to pleading guilty to the charges as we expected today. And it was just this issue of what the scope of this included. And it appears that the prosecution is saying very much that their investigation is ongoing. And that what Hunter Biden is clean to 
statute and what this plea agreement covers are just tax charges, these tax misdemeanor charges, uh, gun possession charges, and drug use charges. That's Paula Reed from CNN reassuring her mm-hmm. audience that don't worry, everything's okay, and everything's back on track. Then, uh, not too long after that report, she said this. Yeah, Boris, so the judge said that she could not accept the plea agreement as it was structured. Remember, there was a plea agreement where Hunter Biden would plead guilty to two tax misdemeanors and then a diversion on a felony gun charge. Well, the judge taking issue with both of them, saying that on the plea agreement related to the tax charges, she was saying that she this agreement as structured just had her as what she said a rubber stamp. It did not allow her to weigh in on whether she thought that the plea was acceptable. She had questions about that and wants both sides to brief her on that. Also on the gun diversion, she had questions about how that deal was structured because it inserted her in the process. If Hunter Biden breached the terms of this agreement and the government had an issue that they wanted the judge to act as a neutral arbiter because they cited the political nature of this investigation and of who Hunter Biden is. So the judge saying she wasn't sure it was constitutional for her to have a role that could interfere with the Department of Justice, the executive branch's decision to bring a criminal case. So she said she wanted additional briefing on this. She told Hunter Biden, I am sorry. She said she knew he wanted to resolve this, but she said she wanted to make sure he got what he understood he was getting in terms of immunity under that plea agreement and that the diversion agreement was constitutional. So both sides will be briefing on this issue and the judge will then have them back in court again to resolve this matter. But as it stands right now, Hunter Biden entered a plea of not guilty because he said he would only plead guilty if this plea agreement was intact. Okay, my my question is, she didn't say... uh, uh, we got the first report wrong. Uh, here's an update. No, she just went on with that report. And you can almost hear a slight disappointment in her, in her, in her voice because uh, I think she jumped the gun on the initial report. Was she it, was giving her own interpretation of it. Well, is what well she, she should have spent more time in the courtroom and not in front of the camera, you know. Yeah. But uh, y- did you hear what uh, Hunter's required to do, Bill? Uh, well, let's see here. I have uh, it right here in my sweaty No firearms. Arms. Right. No firearms, no drugs, full, um, uh, full, uh, federal supervision. Right. No alcohol at all. Right. He's got to get a job, man. Go, hey, get a job, man. Well, he, he Hunter, has a job. a job. He has a job. He, he's a, uh, he, he's a, what do you call it? An access seller to the Chinese. Yeah, well, no, yeah. they they want him to have a job of substance. He has to submit, yeah, he has to submit to pro, uh, to testing for prohibited substances. So yeah. that that bag of cocaine they found in the uh, White House, and uh, he better not have any more stashed in and the. And then, uh, uh, then substance uh, therapy, he's got to you know yeah. go through that. And you know what but happens then, if he if he violates that stuff? An arrest warrant, mm-hmm. uh, revocation of. Uh, uh, his release, he's got forfeiture of the bond, and I'm sure, pretty sure it's a pretty hefty bond. That mm-hmm. means whatever they put up, it's it becomes... and prosecution for contempt of court. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, it's what's interesting though is they really wanted desperately for the deal to be back on the table yesterday on CNN, and it, it just didn't happen. Yeah. But you know what? A lot of things can happen with this. Um, I think the judge didn't want to go with that, you know, that uh, good old boy from a distance. We got a deal, right? Okay, thank you very much. You know, the Joe winking and not everything's okay. You know, this is not a, you know, a back parlor deal that uh, boy, is going have they, on. Have they 
politicize the judicial branch, though, because, you know, when they describe Mary Ellen Narika, uh, the judge who was appointed, she says, appointed by President Trump. You know, there was a, there was a time in my life they would have said, Judge Mary Ellen Narika, a federal judge presiding over the case, had this to say, and that would be it. But now well, the media has to say it's like it's like there are two separate types of federal judges, you know, the Democrat and the Republican. And it's not supposed to be that way when you're a judge. That or judge is supposed to be neutral, but they asked the same question to Schumer, you know, the Trump appointed judge and all that, and Schumer I guess he sort of gave the right answer. He goes, Well, I you know, yeah, it's a Trump appointed judge and I I trust the judge and their decision. And I'm like going, why did Trump's name have to be in any of this? Right, right. You Should, know, it, it and, had no business in it. Uh, yeah. What do you think is going to happen to um, to Hunter Biden? I mean, I, I do think the deal's done. He, here's how I, I heard it explained. She said to the prosecution, are you still investigating Mr. Biden? And the prosecution said, yes. And then she turned to the defense lawyers, Hunter's lawyers, and said, does this deal encompass everything? And once you agree to it, nothing can be, there can be no more prosecution. And the defense lawyers said, yes. And she said, wait a second, you can't have it both ways. You can't have the prosecution still, you know, pursuing and investigating and then have the defense say the deal is all-encompassing and you're done. Do you know? Mm -hmm. It's either one or the other, and that's, she said, the deal's off. The deal is off. Plus, you know, from what I understand, Hunter's lawyers wanted it to encompass um, not just the key things that they were talking about after, you know, the... Uh, the hearing was over yesterday. The, yeah, everything. But, yeah, they wanted to cover the stuff that's on the table now and in the future. Yeah, because that means they know there's other stuff looming oh, and pending. yes. And if they can put a Band-Aid on it before that wound is open, then they've done their job. And, you know, this sounds good mm -hmm. from a conservative point of view, but how many times, now this is big, because this is the crack in the dam with, yeah. that's got a lot of water behind it. But how many times have we seen little fissures showing up, and then they just poof, go away? I know. I know. It, it, we've been disappointed so many times when there looked like there was some, you know, ray of hope shining through. Um, you're you're well, absolutely like, correct. It's like the old uh, Bee Gees song, How Deep Is Your Love? This is... How deep does the rot go in our system? Well, you I know, guess here's we're the about other to thing. find out. Here's the other thing. If there's no deal on the table and it looks like Hunter is going to go to prison, and, you know, there's no guarantee he's going to go to a country club either, he may end up in some nasty old federal prison with Leroy. That would never you know? happen. No, they'll uh, put him in a, well, a white-collar prison. Here's the thing. If Joe pardons him, then his reelection is done. Joe cannot run again because the fix is in. It's obvious, he, he, you know. He so would Hunter testify against his father for complete immunity and uh, 
a release of all charges. Well, now let's take this whole <laughs> cart of bananas here. Oh yeah, pull it over to the side. Oh let's, yeah, let's, let's take it. Let's take a deep. Oh look. yeah. Okay, so Biden could pardon Hunter, right? But that's his career is done. Mm-hmm. So with that that aspect there, mm-hmm. could Biden pardon Hunter and then fail? In his capacity to do his job. In other words, uh, I've got to step down because I'm oh. sick. You mean pardon him and then and then leave for medical reasons? Exactly. Hmm. Now, now let's just say there is a tsunami of evidence <laughs> coming that could take oh, down yeah. a lot of people. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, who would be some of those people? Now, keep in mind another famous person. Had a mental breakdown yesterday in a speech, just frozen time. Oh my God, I got to play that audio for you because, and you have to pay attention, folks. Um, what happens is Mitch has a glitch. Yes, Mitch, Mitch's glitch. Yes, yeah, the Mitch glitch. Mitch walked out. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch walked out to the cameras. We're not laughing at it. God forbid it's, you know, no, it, that's, that's he's not 80, a good thing, but 80 years old, he walks out to the cameras like he has done hundreds of times. You've seen him do it before. You know, he's the minority leader. He walks out surrounded by a bunch of senators, and he looks very important. And Mitch walks up to the uh, microphones and does this. A partisan cooperation and a string of... uh, And then Mitch... Hello, Mitch. Mitch. ...freezes in place. to Mitch. Mitch is standing there. He's looking directly at the cameras, wide-eyed. Mm-hmm. And not saying a word, he's frozen. Like the cat that, like the cat that ate the canary. And yes. the canary is coming back up. Um, but my point being is, okay, is Mitch compromised? And a lot of people are compromised. And Mitch is going, oh, I'm 81. Yeah, I can just freeze on stage. Uh, and uh, I got to step down for medical reasons. And um, other people will start. In other words. Some of these bad players that we know are rhinos and, you know, commies, lefties, whatever you want to call them, uh, if they see the, the, the fix is in, easier, easier just to sit there and, uh, you know, Joe, give Hunter his pardon. Hmm. So you step down, Mitch, you get the hell out of there too. Mm-hmm. We'll bring in a new cast of players. Now, if Mitch had a stroke, you would have thought he would have, like, collapsed maybe. Mm-hmm. But he literally... You know, this is the the screenwriter in me. But what if he's an AI and the program is glitching right now? If he was an Android and the software glitched, he would have looked like that yesterday. Because he seriously, folks, he didn't. His knees didn't wobble. He didn't stumble at the microphone. He literally froze, looking directly at the cameras. Wide-eyed, and then finally, I think it was John Thune came over and said, "You kind of, you want to say anything more, Mitch? Or you, you want to?" Leave? And then Mitch looked over at him like, "Who are you?" <laughs> well, you know, now now we're getting into some of this conjecture it's stuff. It's fun and, and to do that occasionally. Uh, yeah, you know? But, you know, there are random uh, posts that have been out there in the internet. We talked about one last week where a guy was mm-hmm. taking a picture of this woman, you know. From behind, she's walking down the sidewalk, and all of a sudden, 
leg forward, hand up, you know, and everything, and just kind of like no feet attached, she froze. But everything else around her was still fluid, but, but she was frozen. Not even her hair was blowing in the wind. She was just frozen like she was inserted there. And the guy's going, what the? And then she's as if nothing happened. She didn't look or anything like it was a program where she was part of it and she glitched. And <laughs> there's other. You don't think other... they're trying to hide stuff from us, do you, Bill? God forbid. You know. Well, you know, well, it could all, it could all be a, a really well doctored distraction, and there's a couple of them out there. Oh yeah. Or hey, you know, did you see what happened on the uh, the bridge in San Francisco yesterday? No. What? Oh, I got one for you. It was a beautiful sunny day as people approach one of the beautiful main thoroughfares, sunny day in California. Yes, yes, yes. and um, and you're, they were approaching the bridge. The guys had cameras on. There was a car in the middle of the road, turned sideways and parked. So everybody slowed down for that car. And then when they slowed down, they realized that about 30 or 40 yards beyond the car was a completely naked woman holding a a gun in her hand, firing at cars. Now, you can't make this stuff up, folks, really. This stuff, this is not something that even a, a bad screenwriter can think about. This is, I mean, this is a completely naked woman shooting at cars. (laughs) I mean, only in San Francisco would you find find this. Ay, ay, ay. Next, they're going to say it was a... It was a former Speaker of the House, but uh, no. <laughs> you, what, Nancy Pelosi? Yeah. Ooh, God. I, I wouldn't get want back to see in that your naked. car. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Anyway, but, you know, she, my... did, she didn't hit anybody, by the way. That, that's, that's the good news. And she ran out of bullets. She, she was firing, so she had to fire like between six and eight rounds, but she missed you everything. Know, there's so many obvious jokes here, but I'm not going to say. One single one. You keep it to yourself. But but getting getting back to distractions, Bill, I think we had the piece de resistance yesterday. I think we had the... the You're talking the, about the congressional hearings on aliens. The distraction of all distractions. The mother of distractions. And i got to find some audio, if I can, right here in my uh, sweaty little palms. I, I have a little bit of audio that we can play. I believe uh-huh. uh, David Grush is a former employee of the government. He worked in a lot of top-secret uh, uh, areas of our government. He knows a lot about, supposedly, the alien program. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about the illegals coming across the border. That's a whole different type of alien. Although I do think that if this administration stays in place and somebody with a spaceship lands in our country, they'll be welcomed and bust to whatever city they want to go to. That's just me. But anyway, uh, I want to play for you this little audio clip from from yesterday's UFO hearings. Intelligent extraterrestrials. Something I can't discuss in public setting. Um, okay, I can't ask when you think this occurred. <laughs> um, if you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, 
were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. And was this documentary evidence, this video, photos, eyewitness, like how would that be determined? The specific documentation I would have to talk to you in a skiff about. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, okay. So, and, and you may or may not be able to answer my last question, and maybe we get into a skiff at the next hearing that we have, but who in the government either... What agency, sub-agency, what contractors, who should be called into the next hearing about UAPs, either in a public setting or even in a private setting? And, and you probably can't name names, but what agencies or organizations, contractors, et cetera, do we need to call in to get these questions answered, whether it's about funding, what programs are happening, and what's out there? I can give you a specific cooperative and hostile witness list of specific individuals uh, that were in those. And, and how soon can we get that list? I'm happy to provide that to you after the hearing. Super. Thank you. And I yield back. Okay, that's David Grush. And by the way, if you're wondering what UAPs are, that, that's the government saying we're, we don't want to sound too, like, nutty. So let's change UFO to UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, mm -hmm. meaning it's the same thing, folks. They just don't want to say UFOs because, you know, then you'll think of, like, little green men with uh, fat heads, short legs, and in incredible technology. You know? Yeah. Of course, now, you know, they some, some of their denial of things are saying we can't talk about this in this setting. Mm -hmm. You know, there's the admission that aliens are among us with them. Uh, apparently, a lot of people were watching this thing yesterday. I was getting calls, and even my son's going, did you watch that today? Boy, everybody's talking about it. You know, but what did come out is that they have apparently these alien ships are flied or flied, flown by robots, but they called them non-human biological pilots. You know, so they're making all these names up. Um, but apparently, we've got captured ships, alien technology, technology that we're going to see out there in the next ten or so years. And what they're you saying, you gotta Bill. wonder. They're saying that they don't want uh, the average Joe to know about this. They don't want it to become public because the deep state is making too much money off of the reverse engineering they're doing on these on these uh, uh, spaceships and the technology that they're retrieving from these. Uh, well, these you got to wonder. You know, you know, we all know about Roswell and the balloon, and but you know, and and the cover up. But what they sat there, they had that metal that would reform. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you Bill, know? we went we went from we went from um P51s, which was a great airplane, but it was a pr propeller driven airplane to, to the SR. To, yeah, in about uh 20 years, 25 years. Well, no, the SR years. Yeah, the SR came right away. Yeah. And when it sits on the ground and it's full of fuel, it it does leak. But oh, yeah. then when it gets when it takes off that skin tightens up. Yes. And it reshapes kind of like that skin from the weather balloon. That's right. And what, straightens what, back out. What Bill's saying, folks, it's it's so interesting. If you see it sitting parked on the runway, fueled up, you notice that it literally is leaking fuel, the SR-71. Mm -hmm. And what happens, it, it goes so fast and it gets so hot from friction that it shrinks the the skin 
and mm-hmm. everything, like Bill says, tightens up. It's an amazing airplane. I think it still holds the land speed record from Los Angeles to Washington, two hours or less. Think yeah. about that. I mean, it, it's, you know, I forget how old that thing is, but, uh, well, there, we've got several of them, actually. Yeah. You know, you think there's one, but no, we have several of those, and they are still the fastest means of getting from A all the way around the world to B. Now, far as I know, they weren't made to sit there and deploy anything. They mm-hmm. were just made to fly over and spy because you can't touch us. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's amazing that we had that technology back then, and it carries forward to now still better than anything we got. Well, I'll tell you what we also had back in the 50s. We had the U-2. The U-2 yeah. was... Um, You've seen this, I'm sure, in, in uh, documentaries and stuff. It's what Francis Gary Powers flew over Moscow uh, in the... In, Moscow in, was yeah. able to shoot that down. They were, but the thing was, it was that was only... They had that within 10 years of World War II. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? So our technology jumped several stages to get to where the U-2 was developed. Do you know? Mm-hmm. We, we were... All of a sudden, we were flying a high-tech high altitude airplane with incredibly long wings you know it actually i think landed i think it landed uh they had to drive out as it was landing with trucks to get under each wing so that it wouldn't tilt to the ground because they the only undercarriage it had when it landed were center wheels do you know what i'm saying right. uh and, and when it took off the uh, wheels on the tips of the wings would drop off, so they would. And it was for weight; they wanted mm. to make it as light as they could, so it would get as high as it could. You know, but when it landed, the crew would drive out with two pickup trucks. They would meet the uh, the airplane, like mid mid as it landed, like halfway down the runway, and they would position themselves under the wings so that it wouldn't tilt. To the, to the ground and damage the airplane. I mean, an amazing aircraft, but that was before the SR-71. And What would they call it, the Blackbird? Blackhawk, Blackbird? Yeah, Blackbird. yeah, I think it was the Blackbird. But either yeah. way, I mean, we've had some technology, and God only knows the technology. Look at some of the ships that we're building now and oh. the planes and the projected planes. And, you know, we have planes that... Yeah, they they called it in the uh, UFOs non-human biological uh, pilots. We've actually got planes now that have AI pilots. And speaking yeah. of which, artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe where did that come from? Uh, I know. You know, uh, ten years ago they were saying, "Well, I'm sorry, but or twenty years ago, ten years ago, we'll never have the uh, robotics." Said that's that's fifty, a hundred years away. And now it's not even a year away. It's here. You know, Bill. Uh, you've got AI that's here. That's that's part of the big uh, controversy in Hollywood. Bill, think about AI. this. Think about this. We went centuries, mm-hmm. centuries riding a horse. Our our homes were heated with wood or coal or peat, you know, in some countries. And and that was it. That was our technology for, for centuries. Then all of a sudden, 
uh, mid twentieth mid twentieth century. Well, actually, actually, if you want to look at technology's leap, it started maybe at the very end of the nineteenth century with cars and things like that. But the massive quick leap was from like nineteen forty five to now. We've gone the computers. When I was a kid, I went to summer school at Brown University. Okay, I won't tell right. you what I won't tell you what year because. It, it's embarrassing. You, you it, know uh, how young he yeah, really that's is. That's true. I had to park my horse. Yeah. I had to park my horse every every well, you day. Had horses yeah. back when we you had were horses. Kid? Yeah, uh. and they were not AI. They were living, breathing. No, anyway, yeah. they had a computer center on the campus of Brown University that mm. was the size of a massive uh, building, and if you walked into this computer center, it was. Incredibly air conditioned. I went in the summertime, so you know, in your kid, you're walking off the street into the computer center. First thing you notice is that it's really cold. It's not just cool, but yeah. it's cold. And if you walked into the actual computer center, if somebody took you in, you you see these massive computers with the old tapes. That, remember the the spinning tapes? Yeah. And um, they were on springs. The computers yeah. sat on springs so that the vibration from the street wouldn't affect the actual machine, the computer. And I think they told me it was like equivalent to like 64K. Now, if you remember the Commodore 64 mm -hmm. that we had back in the late 80s, early 90s, that right. was 64K. So between 19 early 60s, I'll just leave it like that, and in 1980, they had shrunk that building into a Commodore 64 computer. Now, think right. about this. From 1980 to 2000, we, sh we increased memory and speed of computers exponentially. And now, look what we have. Your cell phone has got more computing power than the Pentagon had in 1950. Hey, look, yeah. Even back in uh, 97, we'll put it that way, I worked with a company that, you know, basically killed radio uh, because they came up with all the voice tracking stuff. And mm -hmm. uh, But we had two main computers, and it looked like these were props from the old Enterprise. It looked like the, the warp engine, yeah. you know, that sat yep. there. And I'm going, well, what are these two big things? You know, are these models? No. Well, that's our computers. That's what you were on to go to 700 stations. And I'm like going, seriously? He goes, yeah, that's the main one, you know? And I mean, it was, it was, it was nothing big. Like, uh, uh, I mean, we were talking in the megabytes. We were not talking in the gigs. And, uh, well, gigs were unheard of, Bill. Now they're talking about terabytes. Terabytes are yeah. the big thing. Gigs are, gigs yeah. are passe. But you know but what's we, Shall we? Oh, I was just going to say we had everything there, but yeah, go ahead. A little behind the curtains uh, for our, our audience, Bill and I do our program from different locations, and we do it via computer. I see Bill. Bill sees me. God forbid. And um, the thing is, this technology didn't exist, what, 10 years ago? If we wanted to do what we were doing now 10 years ago, we would have had to pay for what they call an ISDN line. Oh, yeah. And it would have cost us a big chunk of change with the phone company because it, you couldn't do broadcast quality um, shows like we do here 
on the internet. Just it wasn't uh, it wasn't even a technical possibility. Yeah, you'd have to go to the phone company anyway and yeah. get, what was that, a T1 line, which I think... I had, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're like $1,200 a month, and that's if you got a good deal on it because that gave you the technology and the quality yeah. to get things out. Like when when I was doing the thing that I talked about, yeah, we, we had basically our own phone center, a big hub, and we had a T1 connection there that... Uh, we were in the AT&T building. It was prohibited and for most people, though, they right? They didn't have what we had. It yeah. was prohibited for most people. I mean, you, it was a lot of money. Now, anybody, anybody can do what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And the quality Anybody is, can, yeah. They couldn't do it with the charm and finesse that we do it with. But <laughs> right. Yeah, but yeah, for, for guys that did voice, yeah, you had to have an ISDN. You had to have the T1 connection. Yeah. Uh, when I did the voice work, I'm sitting there going, they're going, how are you going to deliver it to us? I'm going, you're going to get a package in the mail. It's going to have a, a reel of tape. Uh, I can send it that way. And then I was going, oh, I can send it on a jump drive. It'll be an MP3 coming your way. And then it got to where I could send the MP3s over the Internet. It's a, it's so, amazing how technology has been at warp speed over the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. I mean... It's amazing, folks, and you gotta wonder: Did we think Where that of, technology did, came? Did yeah. we think of all this by ourselves? Did we think of everything that we're doing now? Was it or, or was it given to us by some other uh, some other group? Did out we there? get a jump start? Did we get some building blocks to get us going in the right direction? You know, you gotta wonder about the the wonderment of life. I mean, it's strange, and you wonder, okay. You know, out of the muck, out of the slime. Well, the, we had the big bang, and then out of the muck and slime, here we are. What is our purpose in life? Why do I have to get dressed, get up every morning, get dressed up, and go get a job and do what I do? You know, um, I think Hunter well, Biden is asking that same question right now. Why well, do I have to yeah, get but, up and get dressed? Going to work? <laughs> yeah, there's there, there's a whole thing in there, and that, that that leads to something else. But we won't go there. I'm not giving um, that away. But Kareem Jean Pierre yesterday was a question about why they all of a sudden changed their wording about uh, the president's relationship, business relationship with um, with Hunter. Here's what she said. Months ago, you said that nothing has changed when you were asked about the president's previous remarks on his son's business dealings. But the language has, in fact, changed. So I just want to clear this up once and for all. The president has previously said that he has never discussed overseas business dealings with his son. But the White House now says that the president has never been in business with his son. So why the updated language? Which statement is true? Or is this semantics? And they're both true. Uh, As I stated on Monday, when I was asked this question multiple times, nothing has changed. Nothing has changed on this. Nothing has changed on this. Uh, And so you could ask me a million different ways uh, on this question. Nothing has changed. The world's most vacuous uh, press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre. I mean, she's gotten, if anything, more confident in in her arrogance. And uh, she just, she will say whatever she has to say to move on to the next question. The fact of the matter is something did change. She, They were saying for the longest time that the president had nothing to do and never talked to uh, Hunter Biden about his business dealings. And now they're saying that the president uh, didn't 
uh, didn't have a business relationship with Hunter Biden. There's mm-hmm. a there's a, a slight shift in what they're saying, and they don't want you to pay any attention to it. They want you to just move along and just take what they're dishing. And it looks like the press isn't. You know, the press is interesting. Um, they really are fake news for the most part. But I think that when push comes to shove and the story is just going to, well, it's going to be out there anyway, we got to do something. We can't pretend it's not happening. So let's let's join the pack. Let's get in on the frenzy. And I think you're about to see that happen with the Biden situation. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I, you know, I, I don't see uh, Biden staying in office too, too, too many more days, but um, I, I just see that they're going to have to, mm. they're going to, and, and I do think Hunter's going to get a pardon. He's not going to let his son go, go to prison because then at some point in time, the whole building's going to collapse on their head. So they've got to sit there. They got to get this swept under the table Easiest way to do it is a pardon because then that shuts down everything and investigations. It'll probably shut down. And then he steps down because, well, I'm ill. And then they just got to figure out how how they repair it from there. What you didn't see yesterday was a family member at the hearing. You didn't see Jill there. She's overseas. And Joe is at the White House, you know, doing whatever he was doing. Now, if it was your son, would you be there even if you were president? Yep. Wouldn't you? Sure would have. Yeah, I would have too, but that, that would have drawn a lot of attention onto you, and they probably was told don't be there. But then again, I don't think even if he was told not to be there, he wouldn't have been there anyway because he really doesn't give a rat's ass. I heard somebody you this know? morning say the whole problem can be rectified if uh, Hunter were to disappear. And I thought, and I heard that on a talk show mm-hmm. that we yeah, both listened to. Yep. And I thought, wow. It, it's true. God forbid that were to happen. Nobody wants that to happen. I'm not going to say it directly, but I think we all know what that man was inferring on that talk show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're talking about the deep state, and there are a lot of people who want this to stop and go away. And how well, how vested in this whole thing is is Joe Biden? Would he... He would all of a sudden, by the way, become a victim if that were to happen. Because all of a sudden, both of his sons were gone, you know? Well, maybe uh, maybe from the other side of the fence was a message that was sent. Uh, Ron DeSantis was uh, in Texas to uh, be at an engagement there. Mm-hmm. And on uh, en route, his, uh, he was involved in an auto accident. I mean, nobody hurt, no, no foul, no, you know, no crime here. But either way, it made a lot of news, you know. I mean, how many people have fallen to tragedy? A plane crashes. Yeah. Somebody, somebody swerves over and hits a car, and another famous person, important person, is gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of ways that ill ill fate could fall on this guy. Plus his drug history. Oh, you know, it, it could just take him like that, you know, just, that's true. I said yesterday, and I, I really mean this. If Joe, if his ego hadn't been such that he just had to be president, if Joe had just retired gently into the, in the darkness of 
wherever politicians go to retire. None mm-hmm. of this, none of this uh, would have been in the forefront. He probably would have been able to hide all of the millions he stole, all of the influence that he peddled. All that stuff would have been hidden. But because Joe had such an ego, Joe had to be the president before he died. He put himself into this situation. And, and, and you got you to gotta wonder, uh, is what, we, what we're seeing now just the beginning? Is this, like you said, that, that crack in the wall? That, uh, is it going to get bigger and bigger? Is it going to take down uh, Joe Biden and uh, his, his lot? I guess if something happens to Hunter, he becomes, you know, the twice over grieving dad and he steps down for medical reasons or for grieving, whatever it is, and the case is shut, guess what happens? Uh, nothing. And, mm-hmm. you know, any monies he's got, he keeps. Any deals that he's still got coming in, probably would still keep coming in. Who, Joe? You yeah. think? I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I was thinking if Hunter goes to jail, Will the well, that's if he goes to- Will the investigation stop on Joe? I don't think so. I think that it would probably intensify. Unless something bad happens. You know, let's, let's, let's just take a look at a survey that's out there right now. Let me see if I can find it. I don't have the numbers right in front of me. But there was a poll mm-hmm. uh, about um, freedom of speech and the First Amendment. Oh, I saw that, yeah. And the American public... Doesn't want the First Amendment around well, the anymore. Democrats. They don't want free- Well, yeah, I, I was going to go yeah, to that. Yeah. We don't want freedom of speech and the First Amendment. Well, actually, the poll was predominantly Democrat. So yeah. if you're a Democrat, your party and most of your friends that vote Democrat are really liberal lefties, commies, because, no, it's what we say, and that's it. And what else, else do they want? They want to take its First Amendment. They don't want freedom of speech. They don't want you to have guns, the same right. people. So the first two amendments right off the bat, the left is willing to lop off the Constitution, nullify it. And there is no con- – take the whole darn thing and throw it away because then it is useless. They're the first and second amendment for a reason. Mm-hmm. Well, and- I think that uh, you'll find that we're at a point in our society where uh, if we don't if we don't embrace the Constitution as it was written, if we don't make it the document that it was meant to be and, and cherish it and uh, stand by it, and it's, a, it's an amazing document, if we don't do that, if we start to uh, ignore certain areas of the Constitution, like Bill said, eventually it will just disappear. There will be no more Constitution to point to, and our country will lose all of the, uh, the underpinning that has made us such a strong nation. It's a darn well, it, shame. From a de- Democratic point of view, it's very critical right now what happens to Hunter, what happens to Joe. Uh, and obviously that poll right there, you know, the media was so happy to throw it out there and let everybody know that. So, and, you know, I'm ashamed to say that uh, there are people, uh, a preponderance of people, that feel that way because obviously they don't understand you know, the country in which they were born. But if they were born here, they have the right to change it if they want to. But I sure as heck don't want to see that kind of change. Well, we are now in a, uh, we, we were watching yesterday the UFO hearings, like your son was saying. He was, he was paying attention to uh, 
what was happening in that hearing. You know, we didn't hear about the Federal Reserve on Wednesday approved another interest rate, rate high. hike. Yep, bringing the uh, benchmark rate to a 22-year high. 22-year yeah. high. So uh, it went from it's uh, the rate is between 5.25 and 5.5 percent. So I guess it depends upon the bank Your you credit. use. Yeah, uh, credit and bank. Yeah, amazing. It's the highest level since 2001. But nobody's talking about it because we're into UFOs and uh, maybe Hunter, you know. And, and I'm surprised, and I guess this is going to happen when, when the hammer starts to fall on Joe, when they start to talk about impeachment, which may be soon, I think you're going to see the hammer fall on President Trump. They're going to try desperately to get everybody's attention away from, from Joe Biden's story. And on to President Trump. And the media will dutifully follow uh, along and, and promote uh, President Trump's. You know, and President Trump has done nothing. Trust me. Even if you don't like Trump, just stop for a second. Take a deep breath. And then examine the facts. Okay? Look at the facts. And you'll find out that the things that they're accusing him of, the 37 counts and all of these things, you know, they, they, they are empty charges they have nothing no meat on the bone and yet the press will say so quickly well president trump who's been charged with 37 counts of this that's nonsense read the damn accounts and then get back to me you know but uh anyway uh interesting thing yet also happened yesterday um sam bankman freed yeah you hear about that, that? Yeah, yeah, Sam Bankman-Fried has been told, uh, I guess I guess he's in more of a precarious situation than he thought. Uh, the, the judge yesterday put a gag order on him, keep your mouth shut, shut about the case. And I guess uh, the prosecution said, you know, Your Honor, this guy is a flight risk, and maybe we should uh, consider incarcerating him right now. And the, mm. judge, and the judge said, well... Uh, I am look. I'll look into it. I'll consider it. So Sam Bankman-Fried, uh, the cryptocurrency guy from FTX, uh, may go to jail. You know, he it's, it's like a lot of things are falling around the uh, the uh, the left. You know, Sam Bankman-Fried is amazing. I, I was thinking when I was reading that story, there were a lot of people who put their life savings into this this punk's business thinking that it was reputable. They had guys, I think, like Tom mm -hmm. Brady. Tom Brady, you know, football, Tom Brady. He was one of the spokespeople for the commercials, FTX. And everybody thought it had substance and meant something. And all of a sudden, bingo, it was nothing. It was, it disappeared like the snap of a finger. You know, like a, uh, like a magician making a rabbit disappear in his hat. Poof, it was gone, you know. But anyway... Uh, and this guy, he makes nothing of it. So people lost their life savings. I was thinking if I had put my money into cryptocurrency, my, what little money I have, thinking that it was a good investment, might mean something down the road based upon the promotions of guys like Brady and stuff like that, I could be destitute because, and some people are. They're still pushing crypto and it's going to be a factor. And I think we're going to be forced into it in the very near future. Uh, because that gives, okay, right now you can take your money out of the bank 
and you can hold that. And they can't take that. They can't, they can't seize it. You have power with that money. But if it's all digital and it's all crypto and all of a sudden that money becomes like a Confederate dollar bill, it just has no value, you know, then they have control of you because they will control the networks and the computers and the whatnot. So I think we're going to be forced into it at some point in time. And I see it coming very soon. Well, that's, that's scary. Because if they control your, your money digitally, they control you. Oh, you don't like what we're saying here politically? Well, uh, well we're going to put a freeze on your accounts. Well, that survey right there, let's get rid of your freedom of speech. Let's get rid of your right to bear arms. And then you see what's going on out and about right now with everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at the Trump prosecution. I mean, they have gone after Trump on unsubstantiated uh, evidence. It's, I, I, I don't like to work, use the word evidence because that that charges that implies charges. But they say mm-hmm. it's evidence and it's not. And then they 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 use uh, they they float a new form of law that's just theory and thought that's oh, yeah. never been tested before. Yeah. Because if you do it this way, we can make anybody guilty of anything. But they don't hold those same set of uh, conditions for Biden or anybody else. The alternate elector thing. There is a legal precedent out there to use that or have people out there, and they've never even cleared up. They said, well, these people presented themselves as electors, and they were fake electors. Well, we don't know the entire story well, was it, behind was it, that. Uh, was it Michigan that uh, went after the alternate yeah. electors last week, uh, trying to trying to make them look like they did something villainous, something wrong, you know? Um now, I, I, another thing, Bill. Did you see where uh, you see where Bo Bergdahl had his charges uh, cleared up? Uh, Bo Bergdahl mm-hmm. was that he was the soldier who deserted, right? He went, yeah, to, dropped, yeah, yeah. and uh, he joined the Taliban, and yeah. and uh, they say he was beaten, but uh, you know, he he there were video tapes of him uh, looking uh, like he was a willing participant in the Taliban movement. Anyway, he got a dishonorable discharge, and he was remo- removed from service. And I guess a judge vacated that decision mm-hmm. uh, from the military court. A federal judge said no. Uh, the judge who was on the federal case, I mean, on the uh, military case, I think his name was Nance, uh, he couldn't be impartial because he had just applied for a job uh, as a immigration judge in the Trump administration, and Trump had made some comments when he was running for election that he he didn't like what Bergdahl had done. So they believed that Nance was trying to um, ingratiate himself to the Trump administration by giving this. That's, I know. It's a stretch. And the judge did say, this judge said, well, I don't really believe that, but it, it might be, uh, there might be a case to uh, his, uh, this Nance's impartiality. So I'm going to throw away the uh, the case. And now there's questions about whether or not uh, Bergdahl is going to be reinstated in the military with back pay, whether he's going to get uh, the dishonorable discharge expunged from his record. Uh, oh, yeah. Is- I mean, I'm, I'm sure that will, and he'll probably get the back pay. And once he gets all that and gets his benefits reinstated, then he can just say, I resign. Well, uh, I don't know. All I can tell you is I, I, I remember the case, 
and I, I thought the kid had done some, some things that were wrong, and I thought that uh, he was lucky that he wasn't sent to jail for life for what he had done, because with all due respect, uh, the guy had he'd gone to the other side, and that's uh, being a traitor. Uh, he, in, in, the, in, in the old days, 100 years ago, they could have hung the guy for doing that. Mm-hmm. Back in the Civil War days, they would have shot him, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, they they didn't they didn't uh, waste any time deliberating what to do if he had done if he had gone across to the Confederate side from the Union side and they got right. him he he would have been uh, he would have been hung summarily so yeah. uh, anyway uh, we should point out by the way that uh, if you want to advertise on our program I know we advertise, talk about this yes advertise. <laughs> Get yourself some business. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we have better jingles than that. Okay. Yeah, we, we yeah. can actually get real jingles <laughs> yes. and not me. You know? <laughs> but um, if you want to advertise on our program, and it's a good place to advertise, uh, it's simple to do. All you have to do is contact us at 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868. Why would you uh, want to advertise on uh, this podcast? Well, we reach every state. We have listeners in every state. We have listeners around the world, Germany, France, Russia, uh, places like Thailand, of all places. Uh, we're, we're in the darndest places. You wonder how they found us, but they have. And uh, they seem to enjoy what they're listening to. And uh, it's an interesting way to spread the word about what you do. Not terribly expensive, very cost effective. And yeah. uh, again, it's 833 and it's mail at itsanotherday.com. Mail at itsanotherday.com. So easy peasy to get in touch with us. Uh, do you see about Ice Cube? No. What happened? Apparently uh, he was talking to Tucker uh, Carlson. I mean, it's just kind of a, mm-hmm. uh, a funny thing there. He says, yeah, he doesn't do well by, uh, you know, being bossed around or taking orders. But he says he's, he's not vaxxed and he's never trusted the science behind the vaccine. I thought that was interesting. Well, I think... If you look at, was it Ronnie James, the son yeah. of LeBron James, yeah. 18 years old, he's playing basketball. They they say he's a real good basketball player. They don't know if he's as good as his father, but he has a lot of his skills, and he's a good ball player. And he was out, I guess, at practice, and he had a um, cardiac arrest. And yeah. uh, they brought him back, thank God, and they say he's going to recover, but he may never play basketball again. Which yeah. I thought was sad. You know, a guy puts everything into uh, the sport and in one fell swoop, it's gone. Some people are saying it's a vaccine that did it. Yeah. Apparently Obama's half-brother has come out and said that uh, Obama's gay. Yeah, I wonder I how that. they're going to react to that. Yeah, I mean, that went over like he a, is. That went over like screen doors on a submarine, I'm sure, at the Obama yeah. residence. He's a, well, Obama. you know. If he is, he is. If he's not, he's not. I mean, if uh, Michael's a Mike, um, they is or they is not. I'm not. I don't know how to. How but they have a bad one. week at the Obama residence, though, aren't they? I mean, they have. They yeah, have the, bro- the brothers saying that uh, Barack well, is gay, and then of course the chef. The chef goes out. By the way, he doesn't. He's not a swimmer. He's not a swimmer. He had to take lessons in 2019, uh, but he's not a real accomplished swimmer. So what does he do? He goes out on a paddleboard. In a pond, where there's not a lot, of, there's not a lot of rough water in a pond. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, and he drowns. And someone on shore said they they saw him struggling to stay afloat 
it, it, it looked well, like it looked like uh, I mean something had him. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's... maybe he was pushed out. You know, he really didn't want to be out there. But you know what? Mm. Now think about it. With the bad news there, if there was something nefarious that happened there, and they wanted distraction, eh, go ahead and bring out that gay story. I can dance around that. You know, and boom. Well, well, you know, that's not the uh, first chef to die in the Obama residence. No. There was one that died in 2015, I believe. 2015. You know what? Don't be a chef in that house. (laughs) They don't like what I'm just saying. If they don't like what you're cooking, you're in deep trouble. Did I smell something burned? Bring him here, his head on a platter. (laughs) Hey, um, Mayorkas testified again in front of oh. Congress, and, uh, you know, here's what he said. So would you say, uh, having been asked this over and over again, uh, that the United States, the President of the United States, the Secretary of Homeland Security, and all of the hardworking men and women uh, at the border uh, have operational control or have a form of, of, um, uh, of, of presence, uh, that they are aware of what's going on in the border and that they're working to secure the border every single day. As we define that term, Congresswoman, we do. That was Sheila Jackson Lee, a Democrat lefty, uh, uh, mm-hmm. a loon, uh, setting up a softball for Mayorkas so he could say what he has said over and over and over again. As recently as a few uh, months ago, he said this. Is our border secure? Our border is secure. Border is secure because we are maximizing our resources to deliver the most effective results to our border with the most extraordinary workforce in the world. And of course, he said this. Do you continue to maintain that the border is secure? Yes, and we are working day in and day out to enhance its security, Congressman. Uh, the Republicans are fed up with his lies. The guy can stand there. And by the way, if you get a chance to look at the video, Mayorkas has such a smart aleck smirk on his face. It's like, I know I'm lying. You know I'm lying. But you can't do anything about it. Here and goes, I'm going to keep know. on lying because yep. sooner or later, this lie is going to become reality. Yep. Because they're going to keep shoving it down our throat until we accept it. That's the problem with this. And, you know, expect more alien news, too, in the news because it's a good distraction. But, you know, it does make for some positive, uh, not positive, but just fun things to pontificate on. I mean, with all the technology and everything and, you know, uh, what was it we were talking about? Do, do, Do they have God? Do they have a God? Do they have gods? Do they have the same God that we do? Or are they... Or are they the God? Are they God? <laughs> well, I'll you know tell the you, old hieroglyphics what, that are on. What did you uh, also say? Maybe, maybe the Third World War won't be between countries, but between worlds. <laughs> yeah, and the reason that we're finding about it out about it now is because we know we're about ready to engage in war with uh, my favorite Martian, the Klingons. <laughs> Uh, the Klingons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, the, the Klingons. Yeah. Hey, uh, listen. You're, you're, we're in trouble then. We have, uh, we've done it again. Again, our phone number is uh, 833-538-7868 if you want to contact us. 833-538-7868. And there's mail at itsanotherday.com. Mail at itsanotherday.com. I'm warming up. I'm warming up. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, 
Mr. Bill Knight. Hasta la vista, baby. We're out of here. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com. It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? <laughs>